Welcome to the Young Adult Podcast, where we will be engaging in weekly conversations around the amazing, tough, fun, weird, but extremely important and defining season of your 20s, all while bringing you more of a biblical perspective. Our goal is to dive deeper into conversations that push you, challenge you, and hopefully inspire you to begin to walk in the fullness of who God created you to be, which we believe will make you the most effective for the kingdom of God. Let's jump into this week's episode. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Young Adults Podcast. My name is Connor, and I'll be one of your hosts. Joining me today is Andrew Matrone. What's good, fam? And with us as well, we have Whitney Bess. Hi. Guys, how is life? What's changed since last week? Any Anything new? Any new updates? Nothing. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like I'm in that season. It kind of feels like Groundhog's Day again. I'm like... Hey, we have worship night. Yeah. That was legit. It was amazing. I hope awesome. you were able to make it. Yes. Worship night was so good. Just made me realize mm-hmm. how desperately I want to be back around people yep. in church. Yeah, and hopefully, um, you know, we're not for sure saying this, but ho- hopefully we can start doing some stuff and meeting with young adults again here in the near near future. Yeah. A little teaser. Yeah, you know, it won't be at full capacity, but but we are kind of praying through and, and figuring mm-hmm. out what that might look like to start doing some some meetings. Again. Yeah, so mm-hmm. that's gonna we'll, be uh, awesome. We'll be putting more information. If you have any that. ideas, reach out to Angie Matron on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I'm really trying to up my follower count, so thank you. <laughs> Speaking of followers, look at that transition. Wow. Last week, Holy Spirit. Last week we kicked off a two week little mini series on social media: the good, the bad, and the ugly. Last week we sort of spent our time talking about. I guess what I would call social media awareness. Um, What is the good in social media? What good can it bring to our lives? Um, Our walk with Jesus, the church, and then kind of talked about the dark side of social media, the the anxiety, depression, um, body dysmorphia issues, all of that stuff um, that can come with it. And so statistically, uh, social media is so much more than keeping in touch with our friends. It can just cause our emotions, our our thought life to go in all sorts of different directions. And so last week, we kind of focused in on that. This week, I think, for lack of a better term, we're going to look at how we as Christians should steward or handle responsibly uh, social media, how we should use this, uh, manage this platform that we have access to. But before we dive into the nitty-gritty, Last week, we kicked it off with some social media trivia and facts, and I want to continue that. So for all of you listening, I'll pause briefly, give you a chance to answer along with Andrew and Whitney. They have not looked this up, and if they have, they're cheaters. Okay, so uh, I want to preface this again. All this uh, information was gathered from Instagram's official website. Oh, wow. So these these statistics are not made up. All right. Uh, Social media trivia question number one. As of January 2020, how many individual people accessed Instagram daily? Is it A, 500 million people, B, 425 million people, or C, 365 million people? B. 425? 425. I was going to say B too, but... I don't want to be like you, so I'll say I'll say A. A. Uh, ding, ding, ding! Andrew oh, is no. correct. <laughs> well, that was the wrong button. Guys, don't follow. Be a leader. <laughs> As of January 2020, 500 million people accessed Instagram 
daily. That's wild. That's insane. That is, yeah. that is insane. Question number two. This is interesting. I thought this is actually a pretty cool stat, and this is on their website. What two days of the week do people use Instagram the most? Is it A, Saturday and Sunday, B, Monday and Friday, or C, Tuesday and Thursday? I feel like I know the answer to this. Taco Tuesday and Thursday <laughs> Thursday. It is. It is. Because people are bored midweek. Yeah. I bet you it's that. Yeah. Tuesdays and, and Thursdays. And from like, I'm even going to say it's from 4 to 9 p.m. They didn't get that specific, but you are correct. <laughs> oh, I said it first. <laughs> Tuesdays and Thursdays are the most Instagram used days of the week. Yeah. Not surprising. Third trivia question. Here we go. As of January 2020, how many photos and videos are uploaded on IG on a daily basis is it just over 20 million just over a hundred million or just over 250 million photos and videos on a daily basis what are your thoughts i'm gonna say 20 and half that's fake news okay 20 million photos and videos a day uh, 500 million people are accessing it daily oh here we go again maybe a fifth of those are shark tank guy <laughs> so i'd say uh b <laughs> Be a hundred million. Andrew, you're correct. <laughs> I was never a good test taker. Clearly, it's showing. Wow. I don't know. I feel like I might leave because I feel pretty successful right now. And everything I say from this point might make me sound dumber. So, <laughs> so as of January 2020, over a hundred million new photos or videos are uploaded to IG daily. And here's a fun fact, and maybe this is just fuel for the problem that we talked about last week and maybe talk about this week. So Instagram on their website put up um, some fun facts and stats, and they found, this is according to their stats, they found that posts with a location get an average of 79% more engagement than those without. Posts that show a face clearly get 38% more likes than those without, and posts that have at least one hashtag get on average 12.6% more engagement, and the more hashtags you have, obviously, the more that engagement increases. So don't tell us we never did anything for you. Um, here are some ways to get some more engagement on the old IG. Put a location, show your smiling face, Give a hashtag and you are set up for success. Just don't just don't put your home address. Don't put yeah. your home address. That wouldn't be that smart. Um, okay, so let's dive in here. Last week, we talked about the pros and the cons of social media, the good that comes with it, the bad that can come with it. Um, and this week, we wanted we didn't just want to leave people hanging with like, oh, here's the good, here's the bad, <clears throat> figure it out. Um, really kind of want to talk about, okay, so we've, taking that 30,000 foot view of here it is. Here's here's social media, it's neutral. It kind of it's not good or bad in and of itself. It's how mm-hmm. it's used, it's how it's utilized, what it's giving to your life or taking from your life. And so this week I think it'd be really good to follow up and talk about as as Christians, as young adults, what is the best way for us to sort of navigate using social media. And so the first topic question, whatever I want to throw out there would be this. When we approach our social media, what do you think would be a good first step or maybe even a first thought 
when it comes to somebody who might be rethinking how much they use social media or maybe they listened last week and they're like, hey, based off all this information, I want to use and handle my social media better as a follower of Jesus. What, what would you tell somebody who's sort of asking that question? Yeah, you know, we talked a lot about last week of that there are a lot of benefits to social media, but if we're being really honest with ourselves, that there are a lot of things with social media that um, I think can be can be negative. And we talked a lot about last week how social media can kind of heighten mm-hmm. what it is that you're already feeling. So if if you struggle with with lust, then um, Instagram or social media might intensify that. It's mm-hmm. like it's like a gateway for you to go down a path that you, you already might be struggling with. So you struggle with discontentment, uh, social media might intensify that because you're seeing people who have a life through a filter that you actually would prefer over your own life. And so, so we kind of talked a lot about like being self-aware of like, where are you at in a, in a health, health standpoint? And so is social media encouraging that behavior or is it, is it being beneficial or whatever? So all that to say, I think a, um, a scripture we've been talking about when it comes to this is in first Corinthians chapter 10. This is Paul talking. He says, I have the right to do anything, you say, but not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything. This is someone's argument. Um, But he's saying, uh, but not everything is constructive. In in other words, you've probably heard this verse as everything is permissible for me, but not everything is beneficial. So permissible, everything is allowed for me. I'm I'm allowed to to do whatever I want. Um, There's a lot of things that um, I can do that aren't necessarily bad for me, but it's probably not beneficial. So, uh, in other words, is it um, permissible for you to eat six Big Macs? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> probably, probably not necessarily a, a giant sin, or whatever, but is it beneficial? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably not. And I think it's the same thing with, with social media that we have to be, be willing to look at it. And it might come in different seasons, like some seasons, like maybe it's great, some seasons where your level of health and your soul is at, maybe not. But to, like, yes, it's permissible for me to be on social media, for me to engage people, for me to post. But is it actually beneficial for me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you might be in a season right now where it it doesn't feel beneficial, yeah. where you get off of Instagram and you feel like, ugh, you kind of just feel gross. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and I Why think do you think you feel gross after? <sighs> it's a really great question. Um <laughs> Yeah, you know, I kind of have a theory. Um, Like, I feel like looking at social media for an hour is equivalent to watching TV for eight hours. You know that feeling we've just been sitting on the couch forever? Mm -hmm. And you're like, I'm a disgusting human. I feel so (laughs) gross right now. next thing, like, are you still there? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Still here. Sorry, I just took a break to eat my nachos. Um, Yeah, but but I think looking at social media... For an hour can kind of feel like that same feeling as watching TV for like eight hours, and and I have a theory behind it, and I think it's because our mind processes so much information in mm-hmm. such a short period of time mm-hmm. um, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on TV you could watch sports all day long, and you're not you're just kind of watching a game. You're not processing things, but you jump on Instagram, you're scrolling through mm-hmm. so many different things that your mind is processing. So much different stuff. So, so, yeah. you, so you might, um, 
see like a meme or something that's like funny, but it's maybe not the most appropriate thing for you to. And, <laughs> yeah. and then you, you keep scrolling through and you see like uh, your friend who has this life and they're on this trip. You're like, I wish I was on that trip. And then you scroll through and you see a picture of a girl that you think is really hot and your mind wanders in a certain way. And then all of a sudden you keep scrolling and you see a sermon clip about God's calling for your life or a sin. And you're like, so there's so many different things. When you think about it, then you go to that explore page mm-hmm. and it's video, video, video. And it's like automated for the next video just to. Yeah. And so you're sitting there and your mind is wandering through so many different avenues of so many different things where I think you, you can walk away being like, mm-hmm. what is, I don't even know what my soul feels right now. Yeah. So that's kind of my thought. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting perspective. Mm-hmm. I've really wrestled through that. Everything's permissible, but not everything's beneficial. I've really struggled with that verse because just my personality is like, I can do whatever I want and no one's going to tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. That has been a huge part of my 20s. And sometimes like, why you're friends with my wife. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, me and Jerrica really get along because we're like, mm, you're not going to tell me what to do. Yeah. And <laughs> another podcast another day. <laughs> yeah, another day. That's like a heart issue, heart posture. But <clears throat> I know like Conrad, he is the most disciplined person I know. And I mean, he's like waking up at five in the morning, going to, going to the gym, coming back, making coffee, reading his Bible. I like to sleep in till 830, scroll on my phone. And I do feel like that. Like I just spent 30 minutes and I'm tired. And I haven't even started my day. Um, so I know maybe like a step towards like handling my social media and the way I encounter with it is um, having different lenses that I view it through, um, asking questions, um, sometimes even after I get off social media, like, why did I, why do I feel this way? Mm-hmm. And um, then the next time, if I'm like watching something or I wish I was on this trip, I wish I was doing here. I wish I had this t-shirt. I wish, ah, and then being like taking a step back and asking questions and shifting my perspective, I would say. Yeah. That's really good. And I think we're going to get into maybe the nitty gritty of some of those questions here in a little bit, but I would say when it comes to Mm -hmm. somebody rethinking their social media or or saying you want to handle it better, you actually have the power to do that. Yeah, I, I think would be the first thing I would say is like, it, I, it should be alarming to us if we are like, I want to handle this better, but I feel like I can't. That's mm-hmm. right. that's literally the definition of an addiction. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like, um, we we live in a society because so much of our lives are geared towards connectivity, and and again, those are some positive things that like, you know, being able to call a friend, call a coworker, Zoom, whatever, like, um, and social media just kind of wraps itself into that. I live my life through my phone kind Mm -hmm. kind of thing. And so I think I would say like, hey, you have the power to decide and monitor yourself. Like screen time was made to help people monitor how much time they spent on their phones. And even more specifically, Mm -hmm. like, social media platforms that mm-hmm. that should say something to us when the creators of the iPhone are like we need to give people a way to monitor themselves because they're really struggling to do that yeah, yeah. Cause, and because the research is is undeniable yeah of right um, of some of the negative effects when people don't mm-hmm. have boundaries or or guardrails with it mm-hmm. yeah I think it 
this might be taking us slightly out of context, but but the Bible talks about how there's a season for everything, a time mm-hmm. to cry, a time to rejoice. And I think like with social media, if you want to handle it better, ask yourself, like, do you do you have balance in this? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. just like there's a season for everything. Social media is not bad in and of itself. It's bad when it controls your life. It's it's bad when you find yourself subconsciously going to it, scrolling through it, and kind of like what you were saying, being inundated with, I should buy this. This person's attractive. Why am I not here? Why are they ahead of me? Yeah. I feel mm-hmm. bad about myself now. I want to go work out, <clears throat> you know, whatever. And, yeah. and so it's just like, are you in control? Mm-hmm. Because you have the ability to be in control, and you have the ability to monitor yourself. But let's say somebody from young adults comes in, and they're like, hey, it's a little further beyond me wanting to handle it better or maybe get a grip on this. Let's say somebody came to one of you guys and were like, I'm struggling with this. Mm-hmm. This isn't giving me life. I feel like this is stealing from me. I always feel negative. I always feel anxiety or depressed or like I'm behind or I'm, I'm not attractive or whatever. What would you say to somebody who approached you and was like, I'm not looking for a way to like, I don't know, better handle this. Like I need help. Mm-hmm. This is kind of become a stronghold in my life. What what advice, how would you counsel somebody through that? There's this amazing book. Like I said before, boundaries are really hard for me. Um, but I read this book. It literally is called Boundaries. It's a great book. It has bra- the pencil on the front Oh, of it. yes. I read it, I think, 15 times. Wow. <laughs> and I know because I really struggle in this area. Um, but I actually have a story that – I really feel like God is speaking to me through my chickens. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> so I, I, I wonder who's hitting the 30 second. Oh, like. come on. If you don't like animals, just skip me right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> but no, it's so not my chicken. So great. Oh, my chicken. She's laying eggs. Okay. Which, I, chi- which chicken? Her just name is Cardi. Cardi She's B. white. Yeah, Cardi B. Okay. She's my tried and true. <laughs> Anyways, she laid two eggs. She's sitting on them. I thought it was so cute. I was like, this is amazing. I would take the eggs from her. She'd roll them back under her. I'd put them out in front of her. She'd roll the egg back under her body. And I posted it on my story, actually. And my friend, who has the same chicken, she immediately Marco Polo's me. And she's like, Whitney, you have to take those eggs away from her. Because what will happen is she thinks that she's going to hatch these unfertilized eggs. So basically, she really wants to be a mama. And she will malnourish herself for 21 days for that gestational process. So you have to take the eggs away from her. And then come to find out, she's like, you might actually, the chicken will go back and sit on imaginary eggs. And I'm like, oh, no. I take the eggs. Sure enough, the last two days, three days, she has sat in the same spot on imaginary eggs. And so now my friend's like, well, there's a whole process now that you have to do. You have to put boundaries around her coop where she wants to sit on these imaginary eggs. The things that were actually could have been beneficial. They could have been chicks. They're not. Then now it's going to it's going to kill your chicken because she what she thinks that this is going to produce a life in in her life. And so now you have to close the coop door. You have to make sure you have to dunk her in cold water. To lower her body temperature. No, I'm not kidding you. You have to torture her to make sure she... Oh, so and I I felt like this is kind of what we need as humans. Like, we have this... Maybe we engage in social media like, this is going to bring life to me. Mm -hmm. 
This is going to bring opportunity to me, for me. This is going to whatever fill in the blank it is for you with how you engage with social media. And then you start realizing, oh, there's this comparison. Oh, there's this less. Oh, this maybe is bad for me. It's time to start putting boundaries around your social media use. And maybe it is like using, what is it called? Social, what is it called? Screen, screen time. time, screen okay. time, putting putting screen time in place and saying, I am going to actively be on my phone for 15 minutes here um, twice a day, whatever that putting locking yourself out of your proverbial coop and saying, I will. I'm this was not bringing life into my life until until they, they say when your chickens go broody, they'll it'll eventually break and then they'll go and like live their life. They'll still lay eggs. Um and much like the same, like you'll have these boundaries in place that now social media is an additive to your life. It's not the thing that's boxing you in and keeping this life that you always dreamt of, you know, yeah. like. So if you're listening, the Holy Spirit might be telling you, stop sitting on imaginary eggs. <laughs> yeah. No, that actually. Get out of your coop, set yeah. boundaries in your life. Oh, there, there is a psalm I will say this. And it says this, the boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Surely I have a delightful inheritance. And inheritance, and that to me, speaking to me with boundaries, it has to come through the Holy Spirit. Like my husband can try to say it. You can try to say it. Andrew can kind of say it. But man, the Holy Spirit mm. has to convict me. And I know like when God does put boundaries around your life, like Young adult, if you are struggling with putting boundaries around your life with um, social media in particular, man, God needs to speak to you. Like you have to bring your case to the Holy Spirit. He's already kind of like picking at those little parts of your heart that's like, hey, pay attention. Yeah. Do you think, Andrew, do you think if somebody came to you and was like, hey, I'm not, I don't want to be better at this. I recognize this is a negative thing for me it it makes me lust more it makes me envy more it makes me dislike people more would there ever be a time where you would say hey the best thing for you might actually be to cut this out of your life completely either for a season or maybe for the foreseeable future like yeah i i think kind of kind of what what you said before is that like you you have the power to do that and mm-hmm. i think we we feel empowered when it comes to like relationships or like this this relationship is so toxic and it's taking so much of my life. Well then you you're gonna get that relationship out of your life, or at least right. you should. Right. Or if or if you're in a career path where every day you show up to work and it's it's so toxic, it's so like mm-hmm. you're probably not gonna sit in that for the, for very long. Like you have the power to to move on. And I think I'd say that I'd encourage that to somebody um, I, I think to Whitney's point, you said that sometimes we, we can put social media on a pedestal mm-hmm. and feel like, well, if I don't have it, then I might not get the opportunities that I want. If I don't yeah. have it, then I, um, whatever. And, and so just remembering that if you never touched social media again, had nothing to do with it, that God's plan for your life would still prevail, mm-hmm. that you'll still find a spouse one day, mm-hmm. that you'll still have influence, that you'll still have opportunities. And so I, I would I would encourage people, I encourage people all the time, like, hey, take a break. I, I, I've, I've been on and off social media, probably mostly off for, for a few years because there's just a lot of times where I, when I'm in an unhealthy place, I just, I can't handle it. 
Yeah. And and it takes me down roads that I just don't really want to go. And I, I feel like more times than not, I, I walk away and I feel um, exhausted. And and so I, I do think that that putting up guardrails, I think I said this in the last, last podcast, but we set up guardrails with so many other things in our life. Mm-hmm. And social media is one of those things that you can't go into it flippantly. Yeah. Think of all the hours that you spend in a week that you allow that into your life. Just like you allow people and friends and different, you have to put up guardrails for it, um, because if you don't, then it's going to kind of dictate for you. So if you don't draw the line in the sand for social media, it'll draw the line in the sand for you. So good. Yeah. And so you have to um, have some like wherewithal and, and self awareness to how how to deal with that yeah. appropriately. I think you were saying this maybe in the the first little question we were talking about, but. I know if I was approached and somebody was like, this is bad for me, I think, and we talked about this before we started recording this, <clears throat> a, a logical question would be to ask yourself, well, why? Mm-hmm. You know, there's, what is it, like the rule of five or the rule of seven whys? Like, you know, if you have a question about, oh, this is affecting me, well, why? And then why? Like, <clears throat> and eventually the thought is, if you ask yourself why, like maybe five to seven times, you'll get to like the heart of the issue. But basically, mm-hmm. we we're saying that social media tends to magnify the stuff that's already going on in your life. Mm -hmm. It just kind of exposes it, but on like a private screen. So you said this about a relationship, um, and I think it's true. If you're unhealthy, if your soul is unhealthy, social media is going to be unhealthy for you Mm -hmm. because social media isn't a living, breathing thing. It It responds, it learns you, and responds to how you use it. And Mm. so if you're not a healthy, whole person, if you go to social media and look for validation. Let's say, let's say you're a young girl and you get validated by guys liking your picture or vice versa. You're, you're a young single dude and you get validated by girls going and liking your pictures. That's a symptom of, of an unsatisfied soul. Mm -hmm. That's a, that's a symptom of insecurity. And so weirdly what you go to, to make you secure, if it's not Jesus is just going to kind of continue to feed that insecurity because one day you get 250 likes, you post a picture of yourself looking good. The next day you post a picture that in your mind is better and you get 75. Mm. What's that do to your psyche? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so I think if you feel like you need help with social media, it's kind of giving you a glimpse inside of your soul that, hey, social media is not broken. It's just responding to the brokenness, and I don't mean this to say harsh, I, I, I mean this to, to maybe make you think about this, that's kind of inside of you already that's just that you can kind of see played out through something. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, that's a really good thought. I thought you had something to say. No. You were looking at me like... No, I, I, I think you said it perfectly, and I, I, I really feel that, and I think that's a, that's a powerful thought, um, mm-hmm. that it just it intensifies the things that... That, that we're already feeling. So you you have to be able to look at your life and just like we keep on saying, is this beneficial for me? Mm-hmm. If it's not, be, be, you have the power to delete the app. Yeah. Um, you have the power to, to move past it. And I, I've even made this practice. It's, it's a weird one uh, for myself because, you know, after you post something, you're like, people yeah. vibing with my picture. <laughs> yeah. But I, I've, I've, yeah, I've, I've made it um, this weird thing that when I post a picture, I delete. I delete my app because I'm like I just want to like post a picture. I just want to share this about my family. Yeah. What? I, but my well, my goal is 
is not to try to get validated. Because what I do kind of want validation from it, but I'm trying yeah. to prove that I, I don't need it. Yeah, that's yeah. smart. Um, and so sometimes I'll post a picture and then I'll delete my app, and yeah. then I'll hop back on later or something. But mm-hmm. you have the power to hold that app down till the little X come and say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think one thing too, I thought that I just had is in any other area where we feel out of control, you know, the Bible suggests this, psychology suggests this, bring somebody else into that journey with you. But mm-hmm. I think social media is so tailored to us as an individual. It's, I mean, one of the goals of it is to give, we, we talked about this last week, the common man or woman. A platform to express mm-hmm. yourself to the world, right. to share your thoughts, you know, positive or negative, to mm-hmm. to to give yourself a voice into not just your neighborhood, not just your friend group, but potentially the world. Right. Yeah. And think about that power for a minute. Mm-hmm. Like if if you've got a friend that abuses alcohol, you run to them and help them. You don't expect mm-hmm. them to be able to walk through that alone. If right. you've got a friend that struggles with pornography or a sex addiction or hooking up all the time. You you try to be a person that they can lean on in moments where they feel weak. Right. I kind of think if you're struggling with social media, you kind of need to look at it through that same lens. Mm-hmm. Of, I know for a while um, with social media, I, Doug and I, when screen time first came out, had like little limits for our for our phones and had each other's passwords and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so, I think is I think it's the same kind of thing. Like. Um, reach out to somebody. Like if mm-hmm. you really know yourself and you're like, man, when I go to my explore page or when I go to this account or when I spend X amount of time and I just tend to wander, that's when I get in trouble. Mm-hmm. Confess that to a friend, bring that up. You know, a cord of three strands isn't easily broken. Mm-hmm. Um, what the Bible says, something like pity a person who when he falls has no yeah. one to pick him up. Um, and, and invite them into that process in your life because the Bible says that Christ came to, for freedom. He came mm-hmm. to set you free. And I think we live so, so many times in this world a life of getting by, and we don't think that freedom's actually out there. Mm-hmm. But but God says that it, that it is. It's through Jesus. And I think that inviting somebody into your process is always a good thought, always something yeah. good to do. And making it makes it really practical. Yeah. Like I would say, even I know for me in replacing social media, that it's really hard. Like if you tell a smoker, stop smoking, you tell someone that really struggles with alcoholism, stop drinking alcohol. Like there is a process to um, an addiction being broken. And a lot of the times it is like finding um, a hobby, finding something you can um, replace it with. And so I know there's, this is way before I dated Conrad. Um, I was on social media way too much, way too much. And I, sounds so spiritual, but fasted social media. And I knew every time, and it's so weird. Your brain does weird things when you've been on social media for for, forever. You want to go and click the the app just in boredom. Mm -hmm. And I said, I'm like, okay, I'm going to replace this with every time I feel like I have the urge, I'm going to click the Bible app. And it was so cheesy and so dumb. (laughs) And then sometimes I wouldn't even read. I would just be like, oh, I'm like on my phone again, wanting to click Facebook, wanting to click Instagram, wanting to click click Snapchat. And then I'd be like, oh, and then my thumb, I would just click the Bible app. 
And I think that's could be really important for uh, young adult just to hey, you know what? I am going to have a replacement strategy in, in place yeah. as well as talk to a friend or a pastor or someone yeah. to help you. Yeah, and I think that not to over-spiritualize it yeah. more <laughs> than your fast, but I, I do think that maybe this sounds intense, but I do think that, that the enemy uses, um, like the enemy doesn't create, but yeah. he he distorts and he perverts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so um, are phones inherently bad? No. Is the internet inherently bad? Mm-hmm. Is TV or social media inherently bad? No, but the enemy loves to like distort that and use those things in a really subtle way to like take from you yeah. and steal from you. And I think that that's like the, the same thing. I, every single morning, my son wakes up like 6.15, 6.30, and I'm so tired. <laughs> Um, I'm a horrible dad in the morning. I'm <laughs> working on it. But I, I literally have to make a conscious decision every single morning. Am I going to lay on the couch and scroll through my phone or am I yeah. going to make coffee and get in the Word? Mm-hmm. It, those are my two options in the morning. Mm-hmm. That's it. And sometimes <laughs> I lay on the couch. But <laughs> but it it's crazy. Like the, the, I feel like sometimes the, the enemy kind of wins in those moments. When, when, like, I had an opportunity to engage yeah. with the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, and start off my morning uh, waking myself up and, and, and reading scripture and, and journaling. Um, and so I, I do think that the enemy, if he can't get you to sin, he'll, he'll get you busy. He'll distract you. He'll get you um, to, to not engage. So I'm sure that a lot of people, you're even listening to this right now, you're like, yeah, today I had an yeah. opportunity mm-hmm. to get into the Word, and I chose to just keep keep scrolling. Right. And so... I think that you have to decide what you want for your life. You have to decide how you want your life to look. And if social media is one of those things that takes away from your life, then to try to be done with it for, for a season. And I think that's okay. And trust that um, God's plan for your life will continue to yeah. prevail. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I think it's really good talking about um, if you feel like you want a better grasp on your social media or maybe you you need to take a more drastic step and you realize that it's actually feeding negativity in your life, um, what would be some parameters or maybe even questions we could give whoever's listening to help form parameters? What are some questions to ask um, or even boundaries to give yourself to help you form a good balance of of social media in your life? Are there maybe every time for the next week you open your phone, you kind of filter your social media use through these questions? Mm-hmm. Are there is there anything that pops into your head that's like, hey, ask yourself this when engaging in social media to help you form a healthy boundary with it? Mm-hmm. I know for me, just having that. So for me, a replacement strategy in my life was pottery, okay. <laughs> being honest. And so now Whenever I engage in social media, I am following like a whole bunch of like pottery uh, Instagram accounts. And so I know for me, I'm asking myself, like, am I learning something? And also like with um, Christian leaders right now, um, just with the climate, social climate we're in, I'm like, I really want to learn. I want to hear voices that I trust. And so that's for me, those are the questions I'm asking Mm -hmm. right now. And then also viewing my own platform, like Am I allowing people to learn and grow um, and challenge? And that's kind of a question, a parameter that I have 
around my social media interaction currently. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I think that it's kind of you going back to, to the why of why, why do I feel the, the need to, to have it? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, j- just like someone who is trying to figure out if they should do like online dating or mm-hmm. Hinge or something like that. Mm-hmm. Ask yourself, like, why? Like, mm-hmm. what's, what's the, is it just because you're just so lonely right now? Yeah. Is it because you're looking for a, a quick hookup? Well, then maybe you shouldn't download the app. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, Instagram, it, is it, is it like your biggest reason why you have it right now is to check up on your ex? Or is to... Ooh, you, I feel like that just hit someone's <laughs> heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, is is it because like you, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I just think, and, and I'm not saying that you have, if we wait for the, to have pure motives for anything, then we'll do nothing. Right. Yeah. Um, so, so I'm don't please don't hear that. I'm trying to say like have the perfect motives before. You know, sometimes you just want to like see what your friends are up to and yeah. scroll. You know that and see what's going on in the world. That's fine. Um, but I, I think like ask yourself like why why do I always find myself mm-hmm. constantly like it or needing it? Mm-hmm. Um, because there's like all sorts of stats around like when you get a notification like what that does in Ooh, in your mind yeah. and you're like. You hear the bing, you're like, I gotta go. I gotta mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I think just be willing to ask yourself, be honest with yourself. You don't have to tell anybody, but be honest with yourself of yeah. why why do I why do I find myself on this all the time? We all struggle with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a reason why I have I usually don't operate on social media. I don't have it on my phone right now. There's a reason for it. Yeah. Because I asked myself, why am I doing this? And more times than not, the answer, the honest answer wasn't like because I just want to push the kingdom of God further. Yeah. Right. Because it just does something to my soul that feeds me and fuels me. It's actually kind of the opposite for me personally. Yeah. Yeah. And so that that's why I've chosen in my life to interact sometimes, but for the most part, I, I don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think for myself, I've realized, especially being a dad, um, has made me really realize how, how much I'm distracted, mm-hmm. how much I use social media as a time filler. Almost yeah. like a distraction when it's like when Ezra's crawling around on the floor going through Aaron's makeup, which for some reason is like her new thing. She knows exactly where Aaron's makeup is. No matter where she hides it, she gets it out, messes up all the stuff. Six cents. Um, <laughs> yeah. But while she's doing that, instead of like engaging with her, I, you know, I'll find myself on my phone, like opening up my phone. And so I think if I'm setting up parameters in my life, questions I'm asking myself, it, is something like this. Am I using this as a distraction? What What am I distracting myself from that I could be engaging with? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's okay to sit on your couch. If you had a long day at work and you want to chill for 10, 20 minutes, whatever, okay. Mm-hmm. But in the middle of the day, could I be engaging in something better that's more important for me? Good um, question. Yeah, so one, am I... Am I really looking for something on this or am I just distracting myself and wasting time? I, another thing that I... I ask myself all the time, and this is a, a temptation that I deal with. And last week talked about comparison as a big thing for me on Instagram is what do I think posting or, you know, putting something on my story or getting more followers? What what do I think this can do for me that I'm actually wanting God to do for me? Mm, that's um, really, oh, that convicted me. Yeah, I, I mm. think that that's a <laughs> real question that I really wrestle with, because if I'm being honest, there are so many times, and I'm not saying this to toot my own horn or that people that do this are bad or anything. I felt thoroughly convicted that I cannot post a video of myself preaching 
or repost somebody else if they've posted a clip of me preaching because there's something in my heart that likes that too much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That that likes elevating myself um, and elevating a message uh, that I've given too much. And uh, And so for me, sometimes I'm like, do I think this can put me in the right room with the right people to, to be noticed or to be discovered, whatever, like if I just post a little more or mm. whatever. So I ask myself when I post a picture of my family or friends or whatever, um, sometimes it's innocent, but other times I really have to ask myself, am I doing this because I think this can fast track or get me something that God isn't getting me quite yet. And and maybe for you, it's not influence, but maybe for you, it's connecting with people to fast track your career. Or maybe it's to get into a relationship. Um, you know, if you're single, you feel lonely and you're like, man, I got to I got to have the right page, the right aesthetic, mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever, um, to get that relationship. So am I, am I distracting myself? What do I feel like this can do for me that God isn't doing for me right now? Mm. And then I think like, if you're just honest, like a retrospective question, and we've talked about this is how do you actually feel when you're done looking at it? Mm-hmm. Do you feel encouraged? Do you feel built up? Do you feel ready to tackle your day to be an encouragement to somebody else? Or do you feel like something's missing? Cause I know more times than not, I feel like something's missing. There's an inadequacy piece that I feel like I'm missing in my life that others have. And, and if I could just crack the code to what they're doing, yeah. then I'll, then I'll be okay. Yeah. So I don't know. Those are questions that I use um, to kind of help me filter. I know that second one is really big mm-hmm. for me because the temptation for me is if I post this clip mm. or this picture or whatever, maybe the right person will see it and notice and hear and whatever. And yeah. I, I just felt like God was like, don't, don't test me like that. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? No, absolutely. And I, I think the distraction piece is, is, is huge. And, and I, I, I don't think that I realized how big of a distraction could be in, until like having kids. Yeah. Where you're just like, even like Marco Polo, I have some Marco Polo, like with some buddies from back home and, I'll be sitting there with Abe, and there's like I'm trying to catch up with like ten marks. He's like, Dad, Dad. I'm like, Hold on, I got, God, I'm working. <laughs> like, Hold on, just real quick. And it's one of my yeah. dumb buddies talking about something so stupid. Yeah. But you just you feel this need. Yeah. Have you ever been like on on Instagram and like you're supposed to like do something, but you're flipping through as fast as you can to get mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. all the ones that you haven't seen yet, and you're just like, I just gotta get through it, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And so, I I do I I feel like. For me, I try to eliminate as many distractions as possible because I'm just, I'm just a, a distracted human being, mm-hmm. um, and and so like I I actually on my phone I have like locks on my phone where only Jerica has like the passcode and she has all access to my phone anytime that she wants, um, but I even have like the the Facebook web browser blocked and the Instagram web browser block, um, and I can't download apps unless she unlocks the code for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's it's just one of those things where, where things become a distraction for me and and I even uh don't have the news you know like on the when you flip all the way to yeah. the left oh, yeah. like when you have the news yeah I don't have the news feed on there anymore because during COVID yeah that's a dark hole for me yeah there was like so many different articles about COVID all these I was like I can't do it I literally I can't do it so I'm trying to to find as many ways of like how can I be present mm-hmm. um with my kids with my wife. I don't, I don't want to sit on the couch every night while my wife flips through the phone and I flip through my phone. That yeah. sucks, dude. Like, yeah. God brought us together, and, and 
when we don't, we actually have conversation and we talk mm-hmm. about life and we get somewhere. Um, there are some nights you're like, you sit over there also, let's just not talk to you. <laughs> I'm going to be on my phone. I get it. Um, but, I, but I do think that it, it's, it's important to um, just be aware of that yeah. and mm-hmm. take it's, control. Of it's it. amazing what you'll distract yourself with. Like I, I put like a 20-minute or something like time restriction on my Instagram. I've never been more interested in Pinterest than when I restricted – because I never used Pinterest. Yeah. I, know, I didn't have a Pinterest board. I didn't know what that was. Like – and then I limited my Instagram, and I was like, "Well, I gotta, I gotta click on something. I gotta distract myself yeah, with something." Crazy. So yeah. now I've got like twelve Pinterest boards. Yeah. Like it's FOMO. Yeah, it really is. And so, man, I think that's, I think that's a really good question to ask yourself. And like, like we said, if you're just vegging out every once in a while, okay. But if it's causing you to miss out on the important things in life, I think it's. It's okay to ask yourself, what am I distracting myself from? Mm-hmm. Is there something more productive I could be doing? Um, I guess as we wrap up this podcast, um, you know, two-week mini-series on social media, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly, the first one, how do we steward it? And the second one, man, are there any thoughts that you kind of like to end with or maybe even touch on a little bit more that we haven't covered before we kind of wrap up this week when it comes to stewarding your social media well, um, maybe the person you're putting yourself out there to be. Like, how, yeah. how do we handle this best? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't, I never want to sit on this podcast unless I feel like it, biblically, it, it's so clear mm-hmm. to say, do not do this. Yeah. So I, I don't want it because I, I have social media mm-hmm. and our churches and our young adult ministry operates through. So for me to be like, don't have it would be such a hypocritical statement. Yeah. Um. But I'm going to make a bold statement that I, for myself that I, I do believe that if I had to, if someone was like, hold a gun to your head, like you choose right now if the world can have social media or not, what do you choose? <laughs> I would say they shouldn't. I, 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 would, I, would, I would say that I feel like social media negatively impacts more than I think that it positively impacts. And that's what I found in my own life. So I'm not making a blanket statement for everybody. But I I just feel like there's, there's a lot of things that go with it, and um, and I think the enemy enemy uses it, and the reality is the enemy uses whatever new vice there is he's going to use it. But um, so I, I just I want people to have fulfilled lives. I want people to hear from God, um, and so I just want to encourage you like you have the power to to decide. You don't have to engage with things that the world say that you should engage with, and. Um, and so, like, if you feel like you can appropriately handle social media, then then go for it. Mm-hmm. Have a ball. <laughs> yeah. But um, but but at the same time, be willing to to give yourself a break every once in a while. And um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Someone's like, that's the old guy talking. <laughs> 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 but I will say, the older that I've gotten, mm-hmm. the more. And I'm also looking in in a in the light of like my kids. One day, mm-hmm. I'm like. So Abram's almost five. So in less than a decade, he's mm-hmm. gonna be on these kind of. And what what the platforms? I'm like, what do I want for him? Mm-hmm. What would I encourage him with? And so um, that's yeah. I don't know. It's the old yeah. guy talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything in me is like, I don't want to delete my social media though. Yeah. Which, but I also know how it has like what we just talked about how it has impacted me. Um, I will say this, though. 
that maybe you're listening and you're kind of like, be like, mm, Andrew, mm, no. And I just know, um, kind of speaking towards, yeah, the new hobby of mine in pottery, um, there are parts <clears throat> when you're when you're spinning your clay that when you're pulling, um, if you pull too hard, you'll pop your finger through it. If you don't pull hard enough, it'll just stay a blob. And I feel like maybe God has like touched and poked different parts that might feel like they're stretching you. Like I feel like God poked a little parts of my heart when we were discussing this podcast, mm-hmm. um, maybe what, three weeks ago. And I really pushed back on it. And, um, but Jesus is like the ultimate potter. Like he will make you and form you into the fullness of who you're supposed to be. Um, Jesus says like, whatever I began, I will finish. Like he's the author and perfecter and finisher of our faith and our journeys. And so I just want to encourage you, like maybe if like something Andrew said or me or Connor that has like pushed you, that has like challenged you, that you disagree with even, um, that God wants to do, God is, God's challenging you and he wants to see and push you past this maybe weak spot, um, in your journey. And so, yeah, I just wanted to encourage that person. Cause I was sitting here, sometimes I could listen to that and be like, Oh, but I want it my way. And I don't want to go that way. And, um, that's okay. Yeah. And, but just know like God might be pushing on a spot to go in a different way Yeah, yeah. and to form yeah. you yeah. into a bowl, not a cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, my final thoughts would be this. I, I, I genuinely believe social media is a neutral thing, but in anything in life, Jesus wants you to have life to the full. Mm-hmm. He wants you to have freedom. He wants you to live light and easy. Enjoy your life. Enjoy him. Um, enjoy your salvation. And I would say this applies to anything but social media also, if you find something that's hindering that, that's stealing from you, that's making you feel compared to, that's making you feel less than, eliminate that or find a way to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Because life is so much bigger than what we see on our phones. Um, life, there's so much more um, to loving people and knowing Jesus than the sermon clip you see on your social media or you know, a picture of somebody doing a Devo with their coffee cup or that like life is out there. Um, And if there's anything that's stealing that from you, that God's given you to enjoy in a healthy way, deal with it. Mm -hmm. You're, you're not captive to anybody, but, but to Jesus and, and to what he says to do and to follow. And so, man, again, I know we've kind of talked about the negatives and how to handle it. I think social media has the potential to be one of the most powerfully good things in the world. Um, And to sit here and deny the positive impact it's had, um, you know, would be would be dumb. But with every good, there can be an evil in it. And if this is something you, you deal with or wrestle with, man, fight back, get healthy and enjoy the salvation and the life that that Jesus has out there for you. And so, man, um, I think that's I think that's it. Yeah, I, you know, I, I feel like we've we've done our best to cover social media, and so uh, Andrew, would you pray for us today before we before yeah. we wrap this up? Yeah. Lord, I thank you for uh, your presence here today. God, um, you have created everyone uniquely, so you speak to us uniquely, Lord. That mm-hmm. so many people listening have um, just different 
life experience and have different circumstances, have experienced different things in life. And so this topic of social media just kind of hits everybody differently. So God, I pray that you just speak to everyone as an individual and um, and so that people can hear from you on, on what it is and, and take an honest look. And, and just like everything, God, like every relationship or any job that we take or that we say, God, is this something that, that you want for me? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and God, if it is, how, how should I um, engage with it in a way that's going to be honoring to you? And Lord, I think that's what it really comes down to is with our social media, are we honoring you? Mm-hmm. Are you glorified? Is your name praised by um, the, th- the way we engage with people, the things we look at, the things we don't look at? Um, so, Lord, I, I, I do feel like you have um, you've allowed social media to be a platform, Lord, that pushes your name forward. So I pray that Christians can get healthy with it. I even pray for my own soul, Lord, that I can get um, to a healthier place with social media because I do feel like it's a platform that you've given believers to expand your kingdom. Mm-hmm. And so, Lord, we, we, we trust you with that. Um, but, Lord, I just pray that you'd speak to us in, in a new way. Everybody says... Amen. 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 All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, Hey, we have got some exciting stuff coming up on the podcast. We are actually going to take a week break. (laughs) But speaking of social media... Um, engage with us on ours. <laughs> How weird does that feel? Um, no, uh, we're gonna be we're gonna be posting some questions, some polls because I believe when we come back from our week hiatus, uh, we are going to dive into a series on relationships. Oh, magical! Talk about singleness. Talk about dating. Talk about breaking up. Talk about getting married and you know like doing life together with sex. another person <laughs> and sex he said it gross <laughs> and shame and healing and hurt yeah and all the baggage uh physically spiritually that can come with relationships and so um be sure to look out for that thank you so much for joining us today um on whatever platform you listen to be sure to subscribe and if you think that today's podcast would help somebody out give it a share and if they don't like it message Andrew on his social media. So, no, we love you guys so much. Thanks, and we will see you not next week, but the following week when we kick off our relationship series. Have a good one, guys. Bye.